We're looking for people who have been blessed by this free podcast and our free daily marriage prayer emails and who want to help be a blessing to others. Creating and hosting this podcast and sending out our daily emails do incur a financial cost. And we want to invite you to join our faithful patron team to help financially support these resources so that they can remain free for all who need them. Please join our patron team today and become one of the faithful financial supporters who desires to help bless thousands of marriages around the world. Your support will help us pay for the creation, hosting, and promotion of our podcast and daily emails. Thank you, and we hope to see you become a Marriage After God patron. Hey, we're Aaron Jennifer Smith, your host of the Marriage After God podcast. But a bow do you ever get stuck in a rut when it comes to pursuing your spouse? Maybe you've been on autopilot for too long. Maybe you found yourself recently trying to just coast through the last bit of winter. Or perhaps you and your spouse have been in a season of disconnection and you just aren't sure where to pick up. Today, we hope to inspire you to creatively think about the next season of your marriage. And just like being on the cusp of spring, we hope today's conversation gives you fresh eyes for your marriage and for the adventures that await. That wasn't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> We did that like eight times, <laughs> but we nailed it. <laughs> so today's episode is brought to you by our faithful patron team. If you are on our patron team, we just want to say thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> the, the financial support and the monthly um, giving is, is so powerful in helping us continue to get this free content out to tens of thousands of marriages around the world. So we just want to do a quick shout out to some of our new patrons, Jill B, Christy H., Yvonne G and Mary U. We just want to say thank you for joining the patron team. Um, we thank you so much for choosing to partner with us and blessing tens of thousands of couples with free daily prayer emails and this weekly podcast. If you've ever been blessed by this free marriage after God content, we'd love to invite you to join our patron team along with those I just mentioned. Please visit marriageaftergod.com forward slash patron. Spring is upon us. Upon us. I love spring. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Why? why i don't know it just feels like fresh air like fresh crisp clean air warmer days sunlight it's just it's like it's all good all the, well for us we just have this constant like snow lately yeah <laughs> it's like march and it's snowing and we're like okay we're ready for some warmer weather elliot's just waiting he always looks at the um the temperature gauge yeah. and he's like it went up one degree <laughs> it's getting and then the moment it gets to like 38 40 degrees he's like outside yeah he he's loves like it. i just want to go outside i want to play he wants a little bit of heat i think it's his favorite time of the year is spring summer too <laughs> so actual spring starts on Edie's birthday march, march 20th. 20th so cool and how uh, old is she gonna be she's gonna be three three just crazy and if oh, everyone's baby. wondering why I don't know, I have five kids and I get all their ages mixed up. So shameless over here. No, I, I also heard um, like that first um, day of spring is a good time to set your alarms to start your gardens. Oh, really? Gardening is awesome. Are you going to be, do you have to do starters inside the house? Yeah. Because we, we'll probably <laughs> still get season, snow in April. <laughs> our growing season is very short where we live. I don't know. Last year we got snow in April and I was like, okay, snow. <laughs> We need some grass. That's what I need. I'm starting to see the grass because some of the snow's melting, but man. One of my favorite things about spring too is when the um, tulips and daffodils start popping up. It's like the first bit of color after a very dead winter. <gasps> and so. I just thought about, didn't you plant bulbs? I did. On our little mountain on the side of our house. Over there. And then also we have um, in the backyard, we have grass and then we've got some space with trees and then a chicken coop. And did you plant there, there too? I, yeah, oh, that's why you don't bulbs. want the chickens digging them up. Yeah. 
That's going to be cool. Those things start popping up. <laughs> will, they, will they eat them if they like start growing? Um, Do chickens eat little? Doubt. I think they eat everything. No? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to like put a fence or something around that. Well, knowing that for, okay, before we move on, well, we don't have to apologize that we didn't come last week, right? That we didn't show up. I know. <laughs> we didn't no tell one, you guys. No one said anything. Oh, I didn't get you. any messages, but we, we missed, we a, missed little a week. Break. <laughs> we yeah. A wee little break and um, it was good for us. And we just didn't realize how busy the week had gotten. And so we actually were planned on recording and something happened. I can't remember yeah. what it is, but we, it like didn't happen. Yeah. But anyways, we're good. We're back. We're, so sorry. we're, go, we're going live. So we missed one week in March, but you know what? There's five weeks in March. That's so what I, I was we have thinking. a grace week. We had a grace week. We have a grace week. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Moving on. Uh, daffodils. I have a favorite poem, so I wanted to read it. By the way, I didn't know this was your favorite poem. Well, it's not my favorite poem, but it's one of them. I don't know why. It's just very colorful to me. Um, but it's by William Wordsworth. And I thought this, this today's episode about just, um, you know, being inspired in your marriage and coming out of, you know, a colder, darker season into one that's lighter and refreshing and uh, romantic. Specifically lighter because the sun's coming up earlier, it seems yeah. like. All the reasons. The days are getting longer. I thought it would be creative and fun to share a poem and just kind of spark those, I don't know. Spring vibes. Spring vibes. <laughs> okay, so here it goes. I wandered lonely as a cloud that floats on high over vales and hills. When all at once I saw a crowd, a host of golden daffodils, beside the lake, beneath the trees, fluttering and dancing in the breeze, continuous as the stars that shine and twinkle on the, mil the Milky Way, they stretched a never-ending line along the margin of a bay. Ten thousand saw I at a glance, tossing their heads in sprightly dance. The waves beside them danced, but they outdid the sparkling waves in glee. A poet could not but be gay in such a jocent company i gazed and gazed but little thought what wealth the show to me had brought for oft when on my couch i lie in vacant or in pensive mood they flash upon that inward eye which is the bliss of solitude and then my heart with pleasure fills and dances with the daffodils that's pretty yeah. it also reminds me of i mean we're going to bring up some scripture about spring but um just how it says that God clothes the flowers of the field mm -hmm. more more extravagantly than Solomon himself. Mm -hmm. And how much more will he take care of us as his children? And then, so if you can see something so beautiful in, as the flowers in the field, like God takes care of us better than that even. Yeah. You know, spiritually, physically, in every way, actually. I love it. And I love that so often in life, or maybe not so often in life, we get these uh, experiences where they are very vibrant in color or, um, you know, touch all the senses. Mm -hmm. And then life moves on into some modes that aren't so, you know, colorful yeah. or vibrant. And yeah, we have the... Eventually the petals wilt. <laughs> yeah. But we have the memory of those times to carry us through. And I like that ending there that it leaves you thinking about and having a heart full because you remember what it was like to view it, you know, hmm. maybe that's a good little, um, idea is like to look at the good times in our life with fondness mm -hmm. to remember the things that God's brought us through. So when we're in those hard seasons, we can look back and be like, well, we've had good seasons Yeah. and now we're in a hard one Yeah. and that's okay. Well, especially in marriage, like we need to be the person that reminds each other. Yeah. You've reminded me often, Hey, <laughs> yeah, how it feels right now is not always how it is. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember the good, remember this, remember that. Yeah. That's true. I like that. So remember the spring and summer seasons 
Love you, Mary. Because then <laughs> fall and winter is going to come. <laughs> you need those memories to, to sustain you. <laughs> I'm a little bitter about the snow. I'm just going to keep bringing it up. Don't be bitter. <clears throat> uh, every season has its purpose, and yeah. we need the those snow. Yeah. For a little bit longer, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're getting into warmer weather. Flowers, as we're talking about, are going to yep. be blossoming. Uh, baby animals. What I like, we're, we'll start probably seeing a bunch of little baby deer. I did see some. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were crossing the street and I had to slow down. Oh, it is dangerous. It was at night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we we do tend to see them. Last year, I have video of it. Uh, a little baby deer in the snow. It was like the it was like the first time they ever saw snow. The oh, are, actually, kids, it was the, the beginning of this this winter. The kids are still talk about how it was prancing. It was it was the first snow of the season, and this deer must have ne- this little baby deer ne- must have never seen it before, and it was like in our backyard. Like running and stopping and then like hopping to the side and (laughs) then stopping. It was playing in the snow. And so we're probably going to see more of that because all these baby deer are going to be born. So I'm excited for that. Okay. uh, Proverbs 16, 15. In the light of a king's face, there is life and his favor is like the clouds that bring the spring rain. Hmm. So king, we could probably assume this is an allegory or a, a symbolism of our King, mm-hmm. right? Jesus, uh, he brings spring rain. There's, there's light in his face. The Bible actually describes Jesus' face as, as light or as like the sun. And so that's beautiful. And I like that. It's a good thing, like to be drenched and downpoured, like just waiting for that yeah. spring rain to come and kind of wash everything away and make it sparkly clean. What well, also mm-hmm. meant um, prosperity. Yeah. Like, oh, the rains are coming. That means we're going to get crops yep. and food and, and be able to sell and trade. And so it's a, it's a lot of good stuff with, with spring. Cool. Spring's a long, I wanted to share long that before season. Yeah. yeah. It could, because it had to do with spring. <laughs> yeah. Deuteronomy th- 32, two says, let my teaching fall like rain and my words descend like dew, like showers on new grass, like abundant rain on tender plants. Um, it's just the, the beauty of this idea of the, the teaching or God's law mm-hmm. and how good it is that it's, it's like nourishment and it, it, it drenches the ground and it brings forth life. And, and so that's some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today is just this idea of having this perspective as the seasons are changing. Um, before we move on, I, I want to give a little encouragement to all of our, our, you listeners, um, that seasons are good. You were just <laughs> telling me like, you know, there's reason for snow and yeah. like, it's all good. Um, the, the snow is good. There's historic snow. Like in some places we know, oh, yeah. like we have friends in, in Truckee and apparently they have 14 feet. Like it's crazy. crazy. There's walls of snow, but every season has its purposes. And so even with the snow, without the snowpack, we don't get full aquifers and we don't get, uh, the, the water that we need for mm-hmm. irrigation. And there's a lot of things that it's important for. So it's good for the farmers and for everything, just for the ground. But it reminds us of different spiritual truths as well. So spring reminds us of fresh starts and new life. You know, we're talking about flowers and babies and, and little creatures coming to life and, in the spring and um, green grass. Like it just, everything starts looking fresh and growing. And so I just pray that each and every one of you would experience a fresh start and new life in Christ this season. I love that. That you'd experience his mercy and his grace, like that verse was saying, like rain on dry ground that it would just uh, penetrate. Yeah. yeah. If you've been going through a spiritual winter, feeling distant from God, and to be honest, I've, I've been there recently, just feeling like not close. And I, and I have friends that are feeling that way. So if you're feeling that way, um, feeling dry in your faith, lonely in your walk, 
We both pray that God's implanted word would spring forth with new growth and beauty in your hearts. We pray that you would experience transformation in your life by the renewing of your minds. And then as James 4, 8, um, the beginning of the verse says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So this spring, this this season where the, the season is shifting and we're going into a season of new starts, fresh, fresh things, growth, um, draw near to God. As we do draw near to God, I think it's important that we recognize our relationship with him is not just something that needs to be worked on. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's not like this to-do list or like, oh, I did, I did this today with him. I read, I, I prayed, I, you know, but it is mm-hmm. an actual relationship where we're engaging with him all throughout the day. And we're also enjoying our relationship with God all throughout the day. And I don't know, I just thought that's an important thing to, to mention. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to bring that up also is because this topic today, this 12 date night ideas we're going to be getting into is marriage is meant to be enjoyed. Mm -hmm. It's not just something to be constantly being worked on. It's not like, okay, here's the next phase of our marriage. Now we got to get better at this. And now we got to get better at that. Of course, those things are true. Mm -hmm. We do need to be better at communicating. We do need to be better lovers. We do need to be better at, um, uh, having fun with each other. Lots of things to work on, but we have a lifetime to do that. Um, but we should enjoy it. Yeah. We should enjoy each other. Um, God gave us marriage to be a symbol of Christ in the church. And the church is to enjoy Christ forever. Like that's the point of our salvation is that we get to now enjoy him and be, be with him forever. Um, so well, that's kind of what we want to encourage today is like, hey, let's find some ways to enjoy our marriage. Uh, but here's some scripture. Psalm 1611. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Our, our relationship with God is to be enjoyed. And our relationship with our spouse is to be enjoyed as well. So, um, like we said, there is work to be done always. And and side note, that work and the maturity we experience is from intentionally pursuing each other and and putting in the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like we would in, being intentional, intentionally pursue God. Yeah. But enjoying our relationship, mm-hmm. and and not being afraid to enjoy our relationship, right? Uh, Proverbs 5, 18 and 19 says, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. A lovely deer, a graceful doe, let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Uh, I mean, this is pretty provocative, but the idea is like that we should enjoy each other. Mm -hmm. Like that we have each other. We are, we are one. And so it's, it's good to enjoy it. Why don't you read Ecclesiastes 9, 9. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that he has given you under the sun, because that is your portion in life and in your toil at which you toil under the sun. Yeah. So Solomon who wrote this, uh, has a pretty, uh, skeptical or not skeptical. What's the word? Um, um, he's a Realist. <laughs> yeah. Just, he's looking at reality, not with spiritual eyes. He's looking just what's under the sun, but he's even noticing then that we have our, our marriages are good. So even this is talking about the wife, you know, enjoying your wife, this is for your spouse, like enjoying the spouse, spouse of your youth. Like this life has lots of hard things. Um, this vain life that we have. And, and you are going to toil and we are going to toil, but, but it's your portion. <laughs> let's enjoy our yeah. spouse and the, and the, and the togetherness and the unity that we have in the midst of this life. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just want you to consider the ideas we have for you the, the, for date nights this spring. 
to see them as opportunities to simply enjoy each other. Mm -hmm. And maybe I would challenge you, don't use these as work conversation dates. Don't use these as dreaming can be fun. So that could be a part of it. Um, But use these as intentional, like we're just going to go have fun. We're just going to go and enjoy each other's company. Talk about things that we love. Talk about each other. Talk about our kids if you have kids. And so that's my second encouragement. (laughs) (laughs) So um, with the 12 days of spring, it's kind of that play on 12 days of Christmas, but for a new season. Um, And we just wanted to let you guys know if you only have time this month to do one of these uh, off the list, I I think it'd be worth it. I think it'd be fun to try. Um, Otherwise, you can actually spread these out over a whole year if you wanted to and just do one a month. Uh, You can make it like your bucket list for your marriage date night. Yeah. So it could be just a, a fun little list for you. Keep it and maybe um, you can even optimize it, like totally. tweak it, make it your own. Yeah. So these are just some ideas that we have. So before we get into those specific date ideas, we did want to share a little bit of our journey and why we found it so important to date each other. Yeah. And if you've, if you've been following us for any amount of time through our hundreds of podcasts, we in love books. to talk about in books. We love to talk about dating and some of the things that we've learned over the years. So you might've heard some of these before, but we're going to share them again because it's stuff we love. <laughs> How far back are we going? Well, you can go I, back to like... I love dating you. Like before well, we even got married, can if, I just say I love yeah. dating you? It was so much fun. What kinds of things did we do when we were dating? Well, we did go to the movies a lot with my family, with your family, yeah. with friends. Um, we went to shows like... like we, we call them shows, but they were concerts, right? But yeah, like local bands. A lot smaller. Yeah, <laughs> venues. church, church yeah. venues. Um, we did... Uh, we. <laughs> We, we did a lot of, uh, just going to places. Like we would go for, we did hikes and we'd go to, um, like parks. Random adventures. Yeah. yeah random adventures. We did um, a lot of group hanging out, like friends. Group hanging out. We did a camp. We went to camp, remember up in Washington? Yeah. Did oh, we, we did. That? We, we did ministry together yeah. when we were dating too. That was a lot of fun. And uh, weekly youth nights. And weekly youth nights. Yep. And not that that was dating, but, uh, formed the friendship <laughs> what was that uh houseboat trip were you that with yeah. me on that yeah how was it when we did that with the church that was fun so uh, of course a lot of stuff had to do with church but we we did we did a lot of things back and then, then good oh. yeah, you, no, you go i was just no, gonna no, say go. <laughs> i was just say um it was it felt easier back then because it was just us and everything was so fresh and exciting and i had a car and it was, in the yeah. way, and so we could just, I have a car now, of course, but when I was, you know, when we're, I'm out of, I'm in college and you, you're just out of high school. Like it was. It seemed weird that you had a car cause we were broke. I know, but <laughs> we could like go do things yeah. and it was kind of fun. So, um, I was just going to move on to early marriage again. It was just us cause, uh, we didn't have kids right away. And so for the first four and a half, five years, we just kept dating each other and it was kind of awesome. Just. You'd, we'd both work and then come home and we'd go walk to get pizza or Or when we ice lived cream. up in Washington, we would walk to get silverware from the, the thrift store the thrift down store. the street. Yeah, whatever we were lacking, yeah. we'd go and spend our weekly paycheck at the Or get panacokins at the place you worked at. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. But we went mini golfing. Do you remember that? I won. Mini golfing. Yeah. I'm not good I kept at golfing at all. I know. You know, you, what was your score? No, I mean, I just kept it for proof that I won you. Oh, you have the score <laughs> yeah. card somewhere. Yes. Oh my goodness. Of course. Well, I'm not good at golf, so, so I'll, I'll go golfing again to make you feel good. Mm, <laughs> actually, you want to go I golfing. I do want to go golfing again. We love um, amusement parks. We love just being able to explore and have fun that way. Mm. 
What else uh, did we used to do? Well, oh, we went to the beach a lot. To be honest, we also didn't have much money back then, so we did, we, a, lot of free we did a lot of cheap things. Yeah, um, I remember a lot of um, Little Caesars hot and ready pizzas. Yeah, <laughs> they're five dollar hot that and ready. Subway and <laughs> Subway. What was there? Spicy Italian? Is yeah. that what it is? We split it. <laughs> we would split it. Yeah, but it was like. Well, back then it was like five bucks or something like that or five seventy five. I don't remember. But. Okay. All right. We got to move on. So yeah. then our family started growing. And so we just would bring the sleepy baby along in a car seat and uh, we'd still have a day. We, like did we, it go- a, we did it a lot less though. Yeah. I remember there was a, a pretty good long season uh, after having kids that we probably almost did it not at all. Well, but if we, we did go out, well, we'd take the baby. The first like one or two, we definitely did take them along. We just go to dinner, something quick, you know, just to get out of the house and switch things up a bit. We tried going to a movie a couple times. That didn't work. Yeah, the baby always woke up halfway Yeah, because they were like, okay, baby will sleep. I'd get anxiety and be like, we gotta go, we gotta go. I know, that didn't work. So we we didn't go to a movie for quite a while. Okay, so now fast forward to like, now we've got, you know, four kids and what did we learn? Well, we... Definitely learned the power of babysitters. Yeah. Um, which again, the necessity. Yeah, can't we can't do all the time, but that's that's made it really good. We've also learned as our kids kids have gotten older, we've I think we've invited some of our kids on some of our dates. Yeah. Um, or dating our children. So yeah, like we've learned going, the art of dating our children. Which we I need to get back into it. We we kind of got out of a swing of that. I want to get back into that. Yeah. All of us just in the car. She's like, Dad, I want to go on a date with you. Okay, but Edie's also been asking for you to take uh, her. Um, and I don't think I've been skating. on a date with her yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, our kids want to date us. Uh, so that's happening. Like there's like me and Jennifer go on our dates and then like our kids are now wanting our time also. What's it? What's hard about that is sometimes they want both of us. We're like, uh, how do we do that? Because like, that means like, giving up one of our date nights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we can do that. And most recently our date nights has kind of morphed into – like jujitsu. <laughs> oh yeah. We, that's been a pretty consistent one actually. So on ev- Thursdays. Yeah. Every, every other week, Aaron and I go to, jiu-jitsu, go to jiu-jitsu and then we get grab food afterwards and we consider that our date. But it's actually, it's a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm totally fine with doing that because I've been enjoying jujitsu much, even though I'm really, really sore still <laughs> all, the <time. laughs> all the time. But yeah, we go to jujitsu and we get some um, Asian fusion afterwards, <laughs> which is so good. You know, we've also, you know, coupled our date nights and turned them into like dreaming sessions and, and working, working together on projects and like you said, jujitsu. Uh, so it's not always just doing, you know, going and having dinner or doing something together in that yeah. sense, but we're sometimes we use them to, to be creative and, and to, to work on projects that we got going, like books we were, we're working on or, or, or future books we mm-hmm. want to work on. Yeah, we know it sounds easy, you know, saying go for a date night, but we we also get the logistics of making it a reality. Like that could be a real struggle sometimes. Can't always afford a babysitter. Sometimes our babysitter cancels for whatever reason because they have they get sick or whatever. Yeah. So we have to we have to realize that there's real challenges involved. But I would say that one of the biggest things that we did was, and we like we we brought this up a lot, is at least putting it on the calendar and making a regular attempt at date night which does increase the likelihood of that happening. And again, like we've gone through seasons where we couldn't afford to like actually go out. And so you find other ways to, to make it happen. And actually we have some ideas on here that Mm -hmm. you don't have to spend any money for. So yeah, that's good. So real quick, before we get to the list, um, Aaron, what would you say to a husband and wife listening right now who maybe the reason that they haven't been actively pursuing date night or like, 
you know, even finding that spark of creativity to do something fun with each other is because there's tension built up and um, maybe they don't feel like having fun right now. What would you say to them? Or, or don't want to go. That's what meet. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like alone, <laughs> alone time is hard. Separate corners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's hard because it, depending on the level at which they are distant mm-hmm. or in turmoil or angry, um, a, a date night might not be possible unless there's a mutual understanding of like, Hey, let's use this date night to try and reboot. Yeah. Reboot. Or like, or what do you call let's, it? let's get back in the same page. Yeah. Let's kind of get it all on the table. Like let's, let's write these things down. Let's, yeah. let's talk about them. And sometimes maybe doing that in a public place keeps it a lot more cordial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure maybe not for some people, but, uh, using that as an opportunity specifically to re-engage. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. One more question. What would you say to the person listening right now who wants to and is enthusiastic about going on date nights, but for whatever reason, their spouse isn't present? So maybe it's because of work. Maybe there's they're traveling right. or maybe there is separation. Like what <clears throat> what can that person do? Uh, maybe figure out ways of doing date night digitally. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people use FaceTime. It's a pretty powerful tool these days. Um or just getting that communication in. That's yeah. Good. Like let's say it's a, a husband that's, you know, a fireman. He's gone most of the week or, uh, someone who travels truck driver. Um, I mean, there's, there's lots of careers that husbands have to be gone or yeah. wives. Um, maybe planning something for when you know they're going to be home. Yeah. Um, and preparing and being vigilant to not allow that to be sabotaged. sabotaged. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. Well, cause it, it's, there's a lot of emotions wrapped up in, They've been gone for a certain yeah. amount of time. When they get home, there's all these things that need to be taken care yeah. of. There's conversations that need to be had. There's all the, all this stuff mm-hmm. that you're going to have to like put boundaries on so that you can be like, I'm going to, I want to do this. That's good though. Like even if it's a couple months out, put something down and planned so that they both. And even let your spouse know about it. So they it. look forward to it too. That's yeah. good. Yeah. One of the, I think for me, one of the best parts about having date night on the calendar is knowing it's coming. Mm-hmm. I, I've said this like a lot. I just, I really enjoy it. I'm like, when I find when I forget about it and then you're like, Hey, we got a babysitter. And I'm like, I'm like, really? And like my, everything gets, I get so excited. So I don't know why. Sometimes I, I just, um, <laughs> intentionally don't tell you that a date night's coming because you want to surprise me I, when I spring it on you, you get so excited. I do. It's fun. But I, I look forward to it. So there's something, so maybe build that anticipation. If you, you know That's that good. you're going to see them in a, a week, a month, and plan something. If it's the longer, maybe plan something awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> you know, within right. your means, of course. <laughs> well, uh, we want to be sensitive to you who do find it hard to make a plan. Um, yet we also hope that these ideas will be seeds planted in your heart and will find a way to grow and, and come to be over time. And um, for anyone who may be in a position where the tension's too thick or, you know, things are just too hard between you two, let this date night idea, the seed, be a prayer, be something that you go to God for and petition for your spouse. Looking forward to those season changes, right? Yeah. The better seasons ahead. Well, should we share this list? Yeah, here we go. So this is your 12 days of spring. Wait, 12 12 dates of spring. (laughs) Date ideas. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number one. This one's technically free. Well, mine is the food because food's expensive right now, but, um, pack a picnic and hike a trail. It could be a short trail. It could be a paved trail. 
It could be a doozy of a trail. It could be a hard trail. <laughs> it could be a hard trail. Uh, one with a view, maybe. Or maybe one just a bunch of daffodils by a, oh, by a stream, like your really poem. <laughs> if Are you, you find gonna... one of those, tell us where, because <laughs> we love seeing fields of flowers. Um, but this could be really simple, like making sandwiches. Or if uh, <laughs> growing up, my family, we used to do cheese whiz on saltines. Didn't we all? Didn't we What all? did I just call it? Cheese whiz on, on saltines? No, saltines? On, on Ritz. Or Ritz. Ritz is how it goes. But you do cheese I got whiz confused because I was also going to say with sardines. Saltines was it, was it with called sardines. cheese whiz or was it called like so it was called no, it's cheese called spread? Cheese whiz. Or... It's like a can. I don't know what's inside of and it. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> I actually really liked that stuff and I think our kids would love it too. I don't think they've ever had it. We should pack a, a lunch. We should go get them. cheese whiz and Ritz. We can't turn all of these ideas into a family thing, okay? But our kids like <laughs> it. This is a, actually one of our problems, people, is we have these ideas. We want to go do we something like and we're like, fun. how do we get our kids to come do this with us? <laughs> okay, so pack a picnic, hike a trail. Did you really put somewhere. sardines as one of the options? I'm no, sure. I was bringing that up as a note. Only Cody likes sardines. There could be others. <laughs> we need to move on. Okay, number two. Uh, again, this is kind of a free one unless you don't own the game. Go play chess in a, at the park. Cool. Pick a picnic table and just... Yeah, because then you could look like one of those like staple old people that just they're there, they're playing chess, and you're like, man, you can't what's their story? call them old, Aaron. Not the pe- not no, they <laughs> they become like one of them. <laughs> if you don't have the game, you could go to Goodwill. I know they have them for cheap, um, or ask someone that you know. And if you don't the know game. how to play chess, could they they could pretty much bring any game. Well, I was gonna suggest checkers because I'm a lot better at checkers than I am at chess. And I'm I, I'm not good at checkers. I love checkers. I'm good at chess though. I'm decent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Goodwill's a good ch- good idea, actually. I bet you they have tons of chess boards. Now, good luck having all the pieces. That's up in the air. But. Um, I just found out, we you couldn't take this one to the park, but Plunder, which we love, is you could do it two-player. Speaking of games, we probably should do another episode of our just favorite games, games because now we have like 10 new ones from okay. the last time we recorded an episode. If you guys games. are on a double date and you want a quick card game to bring to the table, that's not absurd with taking up space. It's like small. It's called zero to a hundred. Look it's it up. Pretty fun. You'll thank us. Okay. Number three, visit a nearby nursery for inspiration on adding or starting to a garden. So again, you don't this have one's, to. This one's close to your heart. Totally. Yeah. And <laughs> you don't have to leave with anything. I always tell Aaron, let's stop by this nursery. I'm not going to get anything. I'm just going to look. That's never true. <laughs> um, We're always walking away with some bulbs and some pots of flowers and <laughs> <laughs> seeds. Uh, even though a nursery is kind of like shopping, it's so, they're so beautiful. It smells nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's outside usually. Just go and enjoy it. Nurseries are fun. Yeah. All right. Um, if you don't have one, maybe your friend does, but firing up the fire pit in the backyard, just sitting down next to a crackling fire. If you have a fireplace, you could do it there too. But there's something nice about being outside. Under the stars. Under the stars and being warmed by a fire. I love the smell of fire pits. I don't like the smell of it on me afterwards, but when we're sitting there and you just hear the wood crackling and you smell the smoke and I love looking at the flames. Uh, that is mesmerizing. It is. And sure. often when it's just you two, us two, like good conversations. Yeah. And just. They're slower, which I like the yeah. pace of them better because I can tell. Reminds us of another time. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uninterrupted. <laughs> uh, but yeah, cozy up. Go get a blanket. Number five. You don't like this one at all. <laughs> go grab ice cream ice cream is always fun you we have to re- with the kids <laughs> i was gonna say we always take our kids to go get ice cream i just think it's one of those spontaneous like this is a great idea but 
we rarely just go get ice cream. I was just thinking, us. don't you have a Cold Stone like gift card somewhere floating around here? I'm pretty sure I used it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. We should go to Cold Stone and get your your famous. What is your? You should. You want to give away your recipe? It's your not really famous, a recipe. It's just something that uh, I. So they it's have really good. Okay, they have like their pre-made stuff there, and then. I went in and w- I knew what I wanted and had well, wasn't you on can the tell me what you want. You're like, I want that ice cream. Yeah. I want this thing. Mix it with this. So I got then... the cake batter ice cream with brownie chunks with banana and caramel. But you have to get extra caramel. It's incredible. So good. Every time I go, I would get something else. And but I would, you'd always eat I would mine. always eat Jennifer's because like, it's <laughs> so good. I tried it as a shake once. Definitely not as good. You need the chunks. You need the, like, the banana. I always do the, the shake. shake. I do. Um, there was also, remember, 21 Choices in California? That was really good. Yeah. We, didn't we used to have... No, we didn't have it here. 21 uh-huh. Choices is different than yeah. Baskin Robbins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not Baskin Robbins. Uh, okay. You can no, go there if that's the only if that's option. Only, if that's the only option for ice cream, <laughs> go to the store and buy... <laughs> Make your own. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Number six. Number six. Uh, this is a, a trend that's gotten huge over the last 10 years. Food trucks. This could be, I mean, depending on where you live and depending on what area, this could be a really fun thing. In our, in our city, we have like I feel like we have like pockets. five or six yeah. of these little tiny food truck areas and all of them have their own little personality and the traits and cool. different foods. And uh, to be honest, some of the be- best sushi in, in Bend, Oregon is at a food truck. Mm. It's so good. But it's fun because you, you're, you're, again, you're outside um, unless they have some sort of covered thing. But you can even go and do like a, like try the this appetizer at this one. Try this like, drink at this it's one. It's like a try progressive dinner without at this one. A progressive dinner without having to you're go it, somewhere. You're just in one else. spot. Yeah. Um, I actually really like food trucks. Uh, you get to try different things, and they often have stuff that restaurants don't, yeah. just because they're like so unique. But food trucks, a, a food truck court is an awesome, fun place to go. And usually, it's lively, and sometimes they have live music. Sometimes, yeah, especially in the summertime. Okay, number seven. Uh, my parents. Grew up rollerblading, not rollerblading, roller skating. <laughs> roller skating, yeah. <laughs> and it's coming back. Like they go all the time. My mom will send me videos of her and my dad just. I know, I think it's so around. funny. But that's her generation. Like our generation f- invented rollerblades. She's good at it too. Like she could go backwards and stuff. I can't do that. Yeah, but now, but now like these new generations are all going back to roller skating. Yeah. Not just your mom, but like like the younger. Do you know crowd. that the Schwetz have rollerblades? They go down. I do know that. And they go rollerblading yeah, on dates, don't so they? they're so cute. They go on I dates. I like them. Um, so we, we should get a pair. Something that is a is like an attached to this, if you're not going to go roller skating or rollerblading, is bike riding. Yeah, that's easier for me, my yeah, coordination. So, and we, we do that a lot. And, and that again, that's what we always do with our kids too. But uh, we should go on a bike ride this year. Yeah. yeah this, Sounds this fun. Summer. Can't wait for the snow to be I know. We can't yet until the snow's off the ground. It will not be good. Unless we had snow bikes, but we don't have snow bikes. The, but they the, still the have indoor tires. rinks. Like if you guys want to go roller skating. That's true. Could be fun. Could bring back some older memories of younger years dating. If you ever did that dating. Did we ever do that dating? Ski- roller skating? No. <laughs> no. That didn't happen. Remember I said I had a car? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't skateboard or roller skate or ride bikes anywhere. Okay. Okay. Number eight, uh, go for a swim at a local community pool, like an indoor pool. Yeah, those are uh, those they're, can be fun because sometimes they're they all have, over, right? I think we so. have a couple here. I think they're. I think we have them. No, we grew up and there was community pools. Oh yeah, we always used the to plunge. go to the plunge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Uh, that wasn't indoors though. No, it wasn't. Okay, if you have an indoor pool, at like a community center, you should go check it out. 
They're usually yeah. really affordable and it's fun. Or if a friend is in a community that has a pool, ask them for the passcode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or even just a hot tub. Yeah. Oh, a hot tub. That's a good yeah. idea. Number nine, Jennifer, you you actually fell in love with this. We were staying at a house last year that had a little tennis court in the back and we started playing pickleball. Yeah, I'm addicted to it. It's so much fun. Cause it's, you're still moving and you, but it's not it's as big. intense as tennis. Yeah. You don't have to be as, as perfectly coordinated. Cause like tennis, like I can't even get the ball over the fence in the net, but pickleball, like it's the ball's a little slower. Yeah. Which I like. You, but you said, I mean, you made me run across the court a lot, <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> they have indoor courts too. It's becoming also very popular. Yeah. We have a place here called pickle zone. It's like a three <laughs> stories of pickleball, but, uh, if it, you don't want to do pickleball, they also have trampoline zone. If you like to jump, just an option. I actually really do like that. I don't like to jump. I don't like my feet coming off the ground like that, but I took, um, actually I took the kids to trampoline zone a couple <laughs> weeks ago and I saw several young couples. Oh really? Yeah. On That's a date fun. there. And some older couples too, just, no kids, just them <laughs> jumping around, um, finding their like little corner. But I just thought it was so sweet. Okay. Number 10 is go yard sailing okay. together. We used to, we were talking about what we used to do. Yeah, we did. We this used a to lot. do this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We do we, it from time to time or, but now it's like, Hey Aaron, I want to run down the street real quick. We watch the kids and I'll be right back. I know it's not. Yeah. Cause you can't take the kids cause they start t- picking everything up. But if you have the time and you can, and I put sailing like S A I L I N G because to me, it's like, you got to just keep the coast of one to the next, to the next. You, you got to get a good, through. yeah, they're yeah. just, it's fun. It can <clears> be you, a really and, fun day. And you're not looking for anything. That's no, you thing. don't have to buy anything. No, you always leave with something. I always do. I but you're not looking for anything. You're, basically, Aaron's telling you that I just spend money because you keep telling everyone <laughs> that I won't leave anywhere without well, everything. The places that you love, you're like, when you're, because when you're at Yard Zone, you see like an antique bell. I like, like you can't not. You're like, I need this bell. I'm I like, like, why do you need this I bell? Know. <laughs> I like antiques and I like plants. So that's yeah. my weak spot and ice cream. There's some, I, I like antiques. I like functional antiques, like things that what, I can actually name use. Name one thing. Um, I like to get old glasses. Like not, a pair Not of like glasses? reading glasses, but like drinking glasses. Yeah. Like I, I like getting old glasses. Okay. Those are functional. All right. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. Okay. <laughs> so. If you ever see an old glass, send it our way. Don't do that. But <laughs> you know what I like? What? If you ever want to know, you well, you know how I like flowers and plants. I like do vintage you? oil paintings of flowers and plants. Flowers and plants. And little girls in fields. Yeah, I do like that. See, I know, I know you. Oh, like any any little <laughs> kid pictures. You do like old paintings. Old paintings, yeah. And we have a lot of those in our house. No, we Wonder don't. where we got. We have some in the bathroom. We have some. I. Yeah. We have some in the garage that we need to be actually put That's up. That's true. <laughs> okay, here's a fun one. Uh, this is number eleven. We're almost done. Do art. So this could be you just go to the like um, Joanne's or some some art studio or art supply store I should say, maybe pick up watercolor paint and a and a water and some watercolor canvas. Like don't you don't have to spend a ton of money or they do have studios where you can actually yeah. go and they'll help you through the process. Yeah, I actually this specifically I've been looking locally and there's not a lot of options. There's one right is right there? down the street. Um, but what I was looking for is someone that would teach some sort of classical painting. Oh, that's because it takes not, a long time. It's I know, not like one but, session. No, I, I, but something where you sit down and they, yeah. they do it kind of like, um, who is that, uh, that guy that used to do the painting show? He's like yeah. super famous. What's his name? But I was thinking like, 
like someone showing you like, Hey, here's yeah. how you're going to use this brush. Yeah. And whether the painting looked great or not, just having that experience would be fun, but I haven't found anything yet. I'm sure there might be something around there. If not YouTube. Okay. You do number 12. <laughs> number 12 is go fishing, which we did in the summertime last year and summer might feel a little bit better than spring, but we didn't catch anything, but we did lose some lures. <laughs> I was working on my cast. I lost one too. <laughs> um, and I replenished them for your in your stockings for Christmas. Yes, you did. Uh, but yeah, go fishing or something like that, right? Uh, fishing is uh, fun. It's a new thing that I've just been exper not experimenting with, but trying out this last year or so. Um, I have I have a couple of friends that are just they are really good fishermen, and I went out with them, and I kind of fell in love with them, and I got this little rod. Actually, it was gifted to me from a friend. And I took you, I was like, Hey, you want to go? And we went up to the mountains, found a little river and just cast it in for 30 minutes. And kind of like the other ideas of like sitting around a fire pit or even walking around a nursery they slow you down, but they give you things to think about visually mm -hmm. while you're considering conversation. To me, that's like a golden date. Well, and if you notice a lot of these are outside. Yeah. So we're getting into spring and then summer. I mean, let's enjoy it. Let's go outside. Let's let the fresh air get in our lungs. Let the vitamin D get, in, get into our body. Um, but doing it with our spouse, enjoying each other's company, trying th new things, J not to be good at them necessarily, but just to do them together, like fishing. Like yeah. I'm not good at it. And, you, and you, you're probably better than me actually. No, I'm not. But that was, it was just really fun. It would have been, something together. it would have been like remarkable if we caught something <laughs> and we'd have been like, oh my goodness. And then we'd be doing it every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but Still, I had a lot of fun. I actually look forward to doing it again. I've been waiting for it to warm up a little bit, but cool. I'm not as hardcore as some of our friends who go in the snow. Nope, won't do four that. Four waiters and no, <laughs> not me. Be a solo date. Yeah, you can Facetime me. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, it's so fun out here. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't have any well, bugs, though. that's true. Mm. Uh, that wraps up our 12 dates of spring, and we hope that we've given you at least a little bit to chew on and consider and and hopefully do this next season in your marriage and have fun together um and we also just want to encourage you to reminisce about the the good old days and the times that you did date together maybe pull something from way out there that you guys used to do something that was fun together and you enjoyed do that again hmm, that's right? a good idea remember the daffodils <laughs> um if you do end up uh doing any of these dates would you and you want to share with us would you shoot us a message or post about it on on instagram and tag one of us uh we love seeing what everyone's doing and 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 knowing the people that are engaging with our content it's a lot of fun so we invite you to do that so this month's growth spurt um just to re kind of visit what this is and what we've been doing um every month we have a new idea that we or challenge that we offer to you guys to try and do uh, the first month january was build trust in your marriage with your spouse by doing what you'll say uh, number two uh, in february was love in action so trying a romantic gesture for your spouse just to serve them and love them and then this month we are springing into fun so doing an activity together on your next date night so whether you get one date in or for the next, you know, three, four weeks, you are able to plan something. Um, maybe your date comes a little bit later, but you start planning it now and anticipating it now. Mm -hmm. um, spring into fun with us. Yeah. Yeah. Go get that game zero to a hundred. <laughs> or plunder. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Plunder's hard on, on date nights though. 
Unless you're like on a big table. Or by a fire pit. Or by a fire pit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why don't you end with prayer? Dear Lord, thank you for inspiring us to search out ways of spending time together that are fun and create exciting new memories with each other. We pray we would consider the things we can do in our budget that would cultivate friendship and intimacy. We pray we would have more fun together and make spending quality time together a priority. Please inspire us and help us to enjoy our marriage. In Jesus' name, amen. people who have been blessed by this free podcast and our free daily marriage prayer emails and who want to help be a blessing to others. Creating and hosting this podcast and sending out our daily emails do incur a financial cost. And we want to invite you to join our faithful patron team to help financially support these resources so that they can remain free for all who need them. Please join our patron team today and become one of the faithful financial supporters who desires to help bless thousands of marriages around the world. Your support will help us pay for the creation, hosting, and promotion of our podcast and daily emails. Thank you, and we hope to see you become a Marriage After God patron.